Today's podcast is sponsored by the Barlow Brain and Body Institute, helping doctors learn functional neurology without all the complicated stuff. If you're looking to add brain-based therapies to your practice, you'll want to check out barlowbrainandbody.com for upcoming training programs, resources, and more. Again, that's barlowbrainandbody.com. Avoid the most common pitfalls of chiropractic practice. Welcome to the KC Chiropults Podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined by my co-host today, Dr. Troy Fox. Welcome, everybody, to the KC Chiropults Podcast. Troy, how are you? I'm so burnt out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Now that you said that. <laughs> so we were at a chiropractic event over the weekend. I won't say what event it was. Right. Some of you will figure it out. It was phenomenal. Yeah. But this is one thing. There are four things that I heard all weekend long talking to doctors. We must have talked to three or 400 doctors. And we, mm-hmm. we heard these same four things all the time. And one of them was burnout. And, and almost everybody that talked about burnout said, I'm so burned out. I just want to quit the profession. One guy said, I'm so burned out. I want to go sell insurance. And I thought, good Lord, you, you wow. are burned out if you want to go sell insurance. <laughs> but, you know, I got to thinking, you know, we keep hearing these common themes. Mm-hmm. And these common themes relate back to things that we that we do in our practices, in our businesses that are different than what other entrepreneurs are doing. Okay, mm-hmm. so burnout, number one. Why do we burn out? Well, we have a lot of work. We have a lot of administrative work anymore. It's not just patient care. We've got you and I were talking about this before the before we jumped in here in the studio. Documentation. Oh yeah, now, that's that's a big one. The yeah, other one, the other one that I see that happens a lot is what I call the hamster on the wheel. So, yeah, and I want to say that's the nicest way possible because we put ourselves in this position, and I was in this position. You become a one-trick pony, so you start to. So when you first start into practice, you're doing the exam, you're doing X-rays, you're going in, you're adjusting the patient, you're taking them back, putting them on therapy, and hopefully you're not trying to collect because I'm I, I I would not be good at that. I will say there've been a couple times when I've been by myself, and all I have to do is literally hit pay on the credit card button on my, on my screen. And I'll get home and my wife will say, sorry, I got a hair floating in front of me. I'll get home and and my wife will say, why didn't you charge that patient? Oh, I forgot to hit the pay button. That's the one thing I always forget as a chiropractor, but you had a lot of diversity in your day when you first started. So as a hamster on a wheel, what happens is your practice becomes successful. You become Mm -hmm. successful. Life is getting good. And guess what you're doing now? You're doing exams and maybe not all of it because you may have staff that comes in and maybe takes some blood pressure. Maybe they're taking, you know, temperature, height, weight, whatever. Um, They're doing some things for you. Right. So you're doing a little bit of an exam and you're doing a lot of adjusting. And you start to feel like a hamster on a wheel because you never leave that adjusting room. Yeah. And, And that is part of the burnout is massive success. And so here's a strategy to help with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody write, write this down. Here's a strategy to help with that. Get off the, get off the mouse wheel once yep. in a while, you know, whether it's, you know, joining some organization, giving back in the community, coaching a little league team. I, I know in my practice, that was one of the things that I did to get off the mouse wheel. I coached a little mm-hmm. league soccer. It was a yeah. blast and it forced me. I had a schedule to keep. It forced me to get out of the office get some fresh air, run around with some little kids, one of which was my daughter. And 
Marissa's daughter. And, you know, we, we just had a blast doing this. So you, you, you've got to protect yourself a little bit because that mouse wheel, when you just spin on that thing all day long, it will take you under eventually and yeah. burnout will, will, will ensue. And I think one of the reasons why we get stuck on the mouse wheel is we feel like if we're not treating a patient, we're not making money, mm-hmm. which is somewhat true. However, if your practice is put together correctly and your fees are set up correctly, you don't have to see patients 24-7 to have a great life. Right. So my strategy there is pull yourself off the mouse wheel and find things to catch your attention in other ways, whether it's kids or church or volunteering right. in the community, reading books, joining a mastermind, something. Yeah. Hunting. You know, whatever you like to do, do it. Let me, th- let me throw something in here too. Yeah. Uh, so a, was that why they used to call you the Pele of Missouri? <laughs> You'd have to be a little bit older to know who Pele is, but all right. So if you're younger, you're going who in the world is Pele. He was a really great soccer player, but anyway, so Dr. Perush was the Pele of Missouri. Here's the other thing that I add in here. And, and some of us need to do this for a couple of reasons. Here, here's my philosophy. My philosophy is diversify, but don't buy every little gimmick that you see out there in the chiropractic world day one and try to implement it all. But it's always good to stretch yourself and learn new things. Maybe it's nutrition. Maybe it's rehab. Maybe it's needling or acupuncture. Stretching ourselves out and diversifying what we do does two things. Number one, it pulls us off the mouse wheel a little bit. Well, doc, I'm already so busy doing adjustments. Okay. So sit down and strategize with your staff, how you can, how you can figure out once I do this, can I spread this out? Is it hiring another doctor? Is it changing your hours a little bit? Maybe it's reducing the number of overall patients you see and increasing your fees to a level that uh, is maybe more equitable for you. But here's what I like about it as well. I know I look like I'm 26 years old. (laughs) Yes, I said it but I'm really 56 years old. I have to, I have to be cognizant of the fact that <clears throat> there may come a day when I can't see as many patients a day, physically hands-on dragging them around the table. I do a lot of diver- diversified adjusting. It's a physical game, right? Right. I may not be able to do that every day, but you know what? I can dry a needle. Yeah. I can do functional medicine. I can do yeah. nutritional counseling. There's a lot of things that I can do. I could do more decompression. There's a lot of things that I can do that don't require that. And so I think with what you were saying, diversification is something that you can look at. Just don't diversify too rapidly. I I think sometimes we see people that go, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and this all at the same time. And I think you're setting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you set a goal and you go for that goal because that's the last thing I'm going to add to this. The other thing that happens is sometimes you reached every goal that you ever thought you might. And you're not sure where to go next and you're stuck. And I've seen that happen as well. Yep. I might even have been a victim at that, of that at one point. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. good. So, so those are good strategies to help manage burnout. Mm-hmm. Here's the second thing I heard all weekend. I'm so sick and tired of insurance. I wish I could figure out how to go cash. To which mm-hmm. my comment is, let's figure it out. We have yeah. taken so many doctors from from insurance to cash, we did it in my practice. You yeah. did it in your practice. 
Yep. It, it's not as difficult as you think. You just have to create a great strategy that fits your practice. And I'm telling you, there's no one size fits all for going mm-hmm. cash, but find somebody that you can work with that can help you make that happen. Because here's the thing. Part of the problem with being heavy insurance based is mm-hmm. you have no control over <clears> your fees. <throat> right. You can, you can raise your fees all day long on your 99203 exam mm-hmm. code, but the insurance company is only going to pay you so much. Your control is in cash. And yes, you can mm-hmm. go cash. So that's a strategy to help overcome the common pitfall of feeling like you can't go cash knowing that you can. There is a light at yeah. the end of the tunnel. And if you don't want to do the heavy lifting, let us help you with that. Absolutely. Because quite frankly, we've done this enough times that it's seen. I've got a, a consulting group I'm working with out of New York on a on a project I'm doing right now. And they're doing all the heavy lifting for me. And you know what? It's so freeing. I just answer a few questions. They go, yeah. oh, yeah, doc, no problem. We got you covered. We'll take care of this. So when it comes to going cash. Let somebody else do the heavy lifting if you don't have a roadmap in front of you, because we can help you develop the roadmap. Like Dr. Peru said, it's not one size fits all. Every practice is a little bit different how we get there, but there are mm-hmm. there are some basic building blocks that we use. So I agree. I think being on the insurance wheel is, a. I think it's terrifying, number yep. one, because there's this constant threat of audits. You know, are your notes good enough? Did you do this? Did you dot the I? Did you put in your notes that you that you applied that ice pack to that patient in office? Is it possible that you charged us for ice and they did it at home? Yep. Come on now. Right. You know, there, there's always that terrifying conclusion. Yeah. So if if dealing with insurance is not something you want to do anymore, or if it's your pitfall, know that there is a way, there is a method to be able to get out of that and go cash. Okay. So I'm going to keep us moving here. Here's another, right. one. heard this one a lot. My practice is a complete insurance mess. We mm-hmm. have no idea what we're doing. My, yeah. my office manager left. She was so frustrated with it. And I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Okay. Here's the strategy. Find a starting point. Again, I'm going to go back to what we just said about going cash. Find somebody that can help you find that starting point and help you create actionable steps that you can take in your practice to get it cleaned up. It's not that hard. Mm -hmm. You just need somebody to help you unwind the process. Heavy lifting. Talk about heavy lifting. Have somebody help you with that heavy lifting. What's called paralysis by analysis, folks. We've all done it. We see a big heap of stuff in front of us. We don't know what to do. And then we think, I'm a procrastinator because I didn't jump in the middle of that. Right. No, you just don't know where to start. Sometimes you just need somebody to say, go here, go there, and then you get to work. So right. I don't think most of us are procrastinators when it comes to that. But I do think sometimes it takes somebody to give you a little nudge and tell you where to go first. Because I've been there, man. I hate that big pile of stuff. And it's like, <laughs> And then when you get near the end and you're fixing it, you get near the end and you look back and you look forward and you go, wow, this is kind of cool. I did all this myself, but sometimes you just need somebody to push you down the right path to start. Yeah. And give you the right starting point and the right ending point. Which we're not afraid to do that. Um, I will tell you that sometimes you're not going to like what we have to say, because sometimes we're going to tell you if you're not compliant, are you following your compliance manual? Are you following this? You know, are you doing that? Sometimes we're going to... 
we're going to open up a couple wounds when we work with you, but they're wounds that need to be open because you need to heal those. And so exactly. sometimes, sometimes the importance is getting you in a position to where w- when you're free and clear of whatever <laughs> problem you've got right now, you really are free and clear. You don't have a bunch of skeletons in the closet. Right. And, and, and don't do anything just crazy. You know, don't, don't try to make up your own rules and your own path on this. Let's let somebody help you that has been through this before and has proven experience. You know, I heard one doctor say, we've got such an insurance mess in our practice. We're thinking about shutting down for two or three weeks just to try to figure out what's going on. There's probably, I mean, it may be that bad, but there's probably a better way to handle that. So don't, don't just do something drastic or, or just decide, I don't want to deal with insurance anymore. It's too much of a mess. I'm just going to quit them all and just charge everybody cash. Don't, don't do stuff like that. Get the help mm-hmm. you need. You're a doctor. Okay. You know how to do doctor stuff, right? We're doctors. We know how to do doctor stuff too, mm-hmm. but we also understand chiropractic business inside and out. So, you know, find somebody like that that can help you with these kind of things. Okay. So here's the other thing I heard. And this one, mm-hmm. this one actually hurt when I heard this. And mm-hmm. I heard it from so many people. I have no personal time because my practice has just pulled me down like an anchor. We hear that so much. And it, right. I I didn't used to hear it 10 years ago. And now I'm hearing it from people that are going, I'm going home and I'm doing notes at night. I don't have any family time. It, it breaks my heart to hear this from you guys. Troy, we, I, we had one doctor that we talked to over the weekend, 29 years in practice, hasn't taken one week off from his practice in 29 years. You guys, you can't wow. do that. You no. cannot do that. What you don't realize, <clears throat> and, and here's the strategy, if you will. What you don't realize is that when you don't take a step back every once in a while, that you're actually damaging your path to success. Mm-hmm. So you have to take some time off once in a while. Just put it on the calendar. I used to sit down at the end of the year and I would decide when am I taking off next year? And mm-hmm. we would just, we go ahead and put <clears> it <throat> on the calendar. And I can tell you two of those times every year with the week of 4th of July. Because mm-hmm. I'm an outdoor person. I love the summer. And every week at Christmas, because I want to spend time with family. Mm-hmm. Always took those two weeks off. And if, you, if you're having trouble figuring out how to schedule that kind of stuff, let's create some strategies for you right. to make that happen. Because when you take time <clears> off, <throat> and what, what, do you, what do you do when you take time off? You recharge, right? Yeah. You know, the seventh habit of highly effective people, the, the, the number seven habit is sharp in the saw. It's all about recharging and getting that saw sharp again so mm-hmm. that you can continue cutting through those trees. But even if you, if, you that, come, if you let it go dull, you're worthless. Even if you come back from vacation and you feel like you need a vacation after your vacation, you know what I mean? You're busy. Right. You and the kids had a great time, but you're exhausted when you get home. Right. I still guarantee you you're recharged. Exactly. You will come back. You may be physically tired when you get into your practice, but my gosh, what great memories. Cause you only have one chance, yeah. you know, with your family, they're only going to be young once. <clears throat> so I think you need to spend that time yep. and you got to take time for yourself. And I about died right there. <clears throat> <laughs> right. When I was talking, but I went through definitely. <laughs> yeah. So 
you know, when you're, when you're doing this and here's the other thing that, that I, that I would tell you again, let us be your accountability partners because either that or pick somebody, somebody that does mm-hmm. take vacations. Cause quite frankly, sometimes people go, yeah, yeah, doc, I, I really do need to take a vacation. Six months later, I'm like, Hey, so where have you been? I haven't been anywhere yet. I'm, I'm yet. still thinking about it. I just can't find the right time in my schedule. You need an accountability partner to make you take a little bit of time. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to lose a patient maybe because they got mad at you because you took time off for the first time in 28 years. No. Said no patient ever. Said no patient ever. Maybe maybe you lose a patient because they needed acute care and you were gone for a week and they went to another chiropractor and they liked the services they provided in their office. Well, so be it. They're not my patients. They're not your patients. They're our patients. That's right. Now, you may provide a great atmosphere for that patient, but if they need care right now, let them get that care. And if they decide that they're really happy with that doctor they're with, fantastic. They're getting good chiropractic care. Those kind of things do happen now and then. Yeah, it's exactly right. So create some strategies. Okay. So I I just want want to review real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm burnout. I want to quit. I'm burned out and I want to quit. That's one of the pitfalls. I'm sick and tired of insurance. I need to figure out a way to go cash, but I don't think it's possible. I have an absolute insurance mess in my practice. I don't even know where to start. I'm thinking about taking drastic action, like closing the office for a long period of time. And the last one, my practice doesn't allow me to have any personal time. And there are so many other things that we heard too, but these four we heard over and over. And I, I mean, it was like, we kept looking at each other when we were there going, Oh my gosh, this is like, this is like a plague. Mm-hmm. And then here was the final common theme amongst everybody. I wrote it down. I'm still not sure if I really need coaching. Really? If yeah. you're having issues in, in your practice, whether it's one of these four or it's some other pitfall that you're having that's preventing you from success, hey, everybody, listen up. The way to success is by having a coach push you outside of your comfort zone and to help you see things that you can't see on your own. Can I tell you guys a secret? Even coaches get coaching. And Absolutely. I don't care. I, I don't care if it's coaching for for this, but I will tell you that even in my practice, I bounce things off of Mike and Marissa yeah. and receive coaching because sometimes they go, I think I've got this really great idea that I'm going to do in my practice. And we'll bounce the idea around a little bit. So even I receive coaching or I'll ask a question about, hey, have you guys heard this new Medicare you know, change? Let's talk about it real quick because I need to make sure I've got everything implemented correctly. So I even ask questions sometimes. Mm-hmm. So even coaches need coaching. Even coaches. So quite frankly, coaches. somebody that's just flying by the seat of their pants amazes me because you're probably really smart. I give you that. Sure. But you should be smart enough to realize you probably need a little bit of mentoring or coaching. We do a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the great thing about it. It's a great investment in your practice. It's mm-hmm. going to make your practice go up in so many ways. You can have more time, more, more revenue, more profit. It's I could go on and on. That's a whole other podcast. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. hey, if, if you haven't done this already, go to catsconsultants.com. Do it right now. I'll wait. Catsconsultants.com. Good job. <laughs> and make sure to download 
our PDF on how to boost your annual practice income by $130,000 in five simple steps. And I'm telling you guys, these are the simplest things ever. And there's actually even a bonus step in there. So go download that right now. Get that in your hands. Read it tonight. Start implementing it tomorrow. Let's create some strategies to get the common pitfalls out of your practice. Troy, thanks for being here, here being here today. And everybody out there, thanks for listening to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. We'll see you next time. See ya.